Welcome to our podcast, Burn. We will be talking about life and all its flavors with the hopes of making ripples with words. I'm Uriel, and in this episode, we will be talking about safe spaces on the internet with Mr. Mac Arboleda. Hi, Mac. Hi, what's up? Thank you for joining us. Kamusta? Okay lang. How are you? I'm good. So, what have you been up to lately? And so lately, I've just been going to a lot of Zoom meetings with my organizations. And yeah, just living life day to day. Well, aren't we all? Tama. <laughs> True. Anyway, so a bit of a background for the listeners. So I've known Max since we were in grade school. Um, yes. So yun, na kami ni Mac, and uh, we went to college together in UPLB where we both took up development communication. Eh. Um, yun, so Mac is currently the managing editor of UPLB Perspective and is known as Ashools on the internet. Ayan, you can visit his website at ashools.net. So yeah, anyway, so um I want to start off by bringing up this essay that I came across on Rappler sa Dieters from Home column nila. Um, yung title is Walking New Streets, Joining Raves All from My Home, which I believe is written by you. Yes. So can you tell us a bit about that essay? Yeah, and so this essay I wrote for the Dieters from Home column ng Rappler. Um, they were um, looking for stories on what we've been doing on quarantine, on lockdown, ganyan. Tapos, I, I realized I wanted to write about um, the internet, which is really considered as home by many of us, especially now. Now, we've been more connected than ever. Um, wala na tayong masyadong choice but to look at our screens, you know? So, that's what I wanted to write about. And um, this, yung a detour from being this kind of introverted homebody who I felt na um, wanted to just stay home ganyan all the time. But um, through the course of this lockdown, I realized that I wanted to do a lot more things. Ayan. <laughs> mm, I see. So can you elaborate more on what exactly you mean by safe spaces on the internet? So ayan nga, like I said, dun sa essay, um, it started with this story of mine when I, when I, when I was younger, growing up. Parang I I kept fantasizing about this concept of hikikomori. Have you heard about that? No, no, no. Can you tell us a bit about uh, that concept? So, yung hikikomori, sila yung mga um, tao, usually males, aged from as early as teenagers to really old, like 30, 30s, 40s from Japan. Na, um, they did. They do nothing but just stay at home. As in, they lock themselves in their their room for a long period of time. As in, lumalabas for like years, from at least six months to like as long as twenty years. Kenyan. parang my whole life, I projected myself to be. Na parang in the future, I wanted to be this kind of person. Na magiging social recluse lang ako for my entire life. Um, according to personality quizzes, I was an introvert, ganyan. Mm. I'm a homebody. But now, nung nag-lockdown na tayo, tas parang wala na tayong choice, but to um, really just stay in our homes, you know, I, I realized na sobrang silly lang nung fantasies na yun. 
And ayun, the usual course of my life had stopped. So I didn't um, get to go to parks anymore. I couldn't meet up with friends. Um, it was a shock for my life. And I guess for thousands of us, right? Millions mm-hmm. of us. So um, the lockdown compelled me to try something new. Na parang through the internet, I I went to look for um, places where I could feel more like normal or I could feel like I was in a safe space. Kasi parang feeling ko dahil sa lockdown, I didn't feel as much safe as I was um, compared to my life before the lockdown. Kasi... Um, Nung nag-lockdown, I wasn't with my family that time. I was in Los Baños. So, I was far away from my family. Um, I was I was far away from my friends. I couldn't find a place where I could just be myself. Parang ganun. So, I used the internet to kind of like walk around and explore and take a breath. Parang walking to go outside. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess... I I I found really neat things on the internet, like going to walking tours in different countries. Ganyan. so pumunta ako sa Vietnam, pumunta ako sa Thailand, sa Japan, all through um, just walking tours on YouTube. Tapos nagkaroon ako ng parang sense of comfort don, because mm-hmm. finally nakarinig na ako ng parang bustling sounds of people and parang honking ng cars sa streets ganyan, which was really super rare nung first two months nung lockdown, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Tapos ngayon parang medyo new normal na, like traffic na ulit sa EDSA. Tapos ano, medyo yung ganong mga walking tours, those were just an improved um, version of my hobby before na I would go to Google Street View and visit places I like visiting before. So like Baguio or pag wala ko sa Los Baños, I went to Google Street View on Los Baños, ganyan. Tapos parang, wala, fun lang siya. Tapos looking at the, um, kahit blurred yung mga um, tao dun sa, sa Google Street View, I still could feel a strong sense of um, familiarity and belonging. So, ayun. Mm-hmm. And then, thanks to the internet, I also got the chance to join my first ever um, rave through the internet. So it's called Club Matryoshka. So it's this um, cool, really cool initiative by um, Similar Objects. He's one of the founders. Tapos, this um, this event called Infinite Summer was a 24-hour um, rave and donation drive for, um, for COVID um, survivors and victims. Ganyan. People affected by COVID. Tapos, um, it was entirely built and hosted on a Minecraft server. Oh, interesting. So, mm. yes. So, dahil dun sa Club Matryoshka, I got to experience a, a rave. I, I was able to meet a lot of my friends online. Tapos, it was in a space where um, I felt really myself. I felt really free. I was listening to music I like. Tapos... I was together with people na, that I knew and whose interests aligned with me. With me, so dun sa club Matryoshka, lots of cool people. Parang feeling mo na dun karin sa art events that you would go to in Manila. Um, tapos um, simultaneous to that, 
really cool rave was an art exhibition called um, Internal Server Error, organized by my friends from um, Parasite Projects. Mm, I see. So, sobrang, mm. yeah, yeah. So, sobrang cool nun kasi, yun nga, the way I see the internet now, um, and it's it's um, connected to this advocacy work that I've been doing the past um, few months, mm-hmm. is yun nga, parang, here on the internet, I feel like uh, we don't have many spaces that feel safe or even intimate nowadays. Kasi, ikaw ba, how have you spending your time on the internet the past few months? Ako, I personally feel very exhausted by these constant Zoom meetings. Parang nagkakaroon ako ng Zoom mm-hmm. fatigue. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, yeah, that? definitely. Oh. So, parang just staring at your screen. Tas, you know na genuine naman yung um, desire mo to talk to people but it never feels enough. Mm-hmm. And so, yun yung parang gusto kong hanapin ngayon sa internet as a digital native din na parang I feel like I grew up with the internet. I feel like the internet raised me and kind of shaped my tastes and preferences. Mm-hmm. Tapos parang ngayon, I feel like the internet is straying far away from the that safe place that I used to know. I see. Uh, can you talk us through how you parang managed to come across these safe spaces? Para lang may idea din ako and of course the listeners. Like, how did you come across these? Yun, yung parang yung, yung rave sa Minecraft and this art exhibit. Mm, right. So, ano ba? Siguro, simplest answer is I got tired of social media. Mm. Um, social media, Facebook, Twitter. Nag-quit ako early this year kasi parang it just didn't feel as fun as I normally felt. Parang, you know how um, lagi rin may discussions about kahit Twitter itself as the platform na parang dati ka, pwede tayong mag-tweet ng just kahit ano sa Twitter, you mm-hmm. know? Like, without being judged. Parang, off to the mall, ganyan. Tapos it just felt real and authentic. Pero now, it's like we have more of um, this uh, struggle na kilangan natin mag-perform online yeah. na parang kilangan we have to be um, responding to every um, issue that comes up every trending issue that comes up um, although I agree naman na we have to talk about these things pero most of the time a lot of the things we end up talking about um, online especially on social media ay things that don't even matter to us that much so parang trending stuff like um, this particular social media influencer, you know, said something um, na gusto na natin siya i-cancel, ganyan. Mm-hmm. You know, yung feeling din minsan na parang you feel like you're missing out kasi ang daming pagkabukas mo pala ng Twitter, everyone's talking about this particular topic. Tapos parang you feel like you have to talk about it as well, but you realize also na parang it's not really that interesting. So, nagkakaroon din ng exhaustion sa social media to keep up with the information overload. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. So, ayun, parang with with social media and just really just how it's built, um, I think it was just a natural reaction for me. And I, th- I think everyone else din uh, to look for um, different ways to not just express ourselves but really find safe virtual spaces. So, um, I guess one of them is already this podcast that we're doing. So I'm sure na, you know, parang gusto natin sa internet yun nga to 
feel this sort of intimacy na kaya nating um, magamit yung senses natin na iba't iba. So, syempre, sa Twitter, it's usually just blocks of text, ganyan. It's usually just your eyes parang scrolling through videos and text. Pero sometimes, gusto natin na hindi na tumingin sa screen. That's why podcasts are even more popular nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Comedy albums, music. So, um, pag in-upgrade mo lang siya just a little further, you know, um, dun, dun nagkaroon ng initiatives like um, Club Matryoshka where they really built this Minecraft server from scratch. Na community work din siya na people from all over the world were volunteering to create this beautiful Minecraft server where, where people could just be themselves and hang out and dance and have fun without, you know, having to try to keep up with those, yun nga, yung parang social media demands na nakikita natin. Mm-hmm. I see. When you come across these um, spaces, parang what would you say is the, parang the factors or yung criteria for you? Kumbaga, these are the things that convince you that this space is a safe space. Parang ganun. Like, how are you able to discern? Hmm. Okay. So, I think, ano eh, ang daming, ang daming talagang factors that make up, you know, what is a safe space and what is, what, what is not. Mm-hmm. Um, siguro, I can start with what, uh, the spaces that I feel that aren't safe. So, a lot of the, yun nga, like I mentioned, social media is really, for me, an unsafe place right now kasi, Big tech has been um, controlling these spaces. Tas and daming issues nila na face with a lot of um, our internet freedoms. So uh, meron tayong freedom of expression. Na um, recently and daming natalagang attacks on our internet freedom, like freedom of expression, because of the um, recent developments, uh, social media policies and national policies that affect them. So. Dahil kunyari sa anti-terrorism bill, um, mas, mas inclined na yung mga tao to keep quiet because there are threats na baka um, ma, ma-curtail nga yung freedom of expression nila because they could be arrested, stuff like that. Um, sa Facebook din, ang dami ng um, allegations dun sa Facebook na they've been responsible for a lot of disinformation, fake news that's going around their platform for so many years now. So a lot of the places that make these spaces um, unsafe are because of bigger forces talaga na um, mahirap din i-control, no? So mm-hmm. these companies like Facebook, ang dami ng um, hearings ngayon sa, sa US, ganyan na parang they have to be responsible with how they control yung political content, paano nila um, isa-stop yung kunari disinformation on COVID updates, ganyan. So, th- those are the problems that they're facing now. And even sa Twitter, ganyan eh, kasi the way they're built din talaga, yung platforms, they're, they're always trying to get people to engage one another. And it doesn't necessarily mean good ways of engagement. So, yun nga, parang laging hinahighlight ko ano yung trending, hindi masyadong hinahighlight yung kung paano tayo mag-unify as people mas more mas more on siya dun sa engagement through um, divisions so pag different yung opinion mo mas uso yung mag-call out mas uso yung mag-cancel ng people ganyan so they're definitely unsafe in that standard mm-hmm. i think one 
big factor din talaga to try to um, create these virtual spaces is number one is to step outside these um, social media platforms na makikita na natin unsafe. So, kaya ang ganda nung um, events like Club Matryoshka kasi um, they really looked for spaces outside the, the typical um, platforms. Pero syempre, they still use these platforms to promote their events. So, syempre, a lot of us still, you know, spend time in these um, staple um, social media platforms. Pero parang maganda rin to always be kind of decisive and strategic on how we spend our energy, you know, and our time sa mga particular social media platforms. Ako, like, I'm super tired of Facebook already. Um, right now, parang mas Instagram na lang yung ginagamit ko kasi um, mas, ano siya eh, less exhausting. Mm-hmm. Parang you're just looking at pictures, you know? Tapos mas, ano rin siya, like, just really just bite-sized information. Di tulad ng sa Facebook na ang dami mong comments na babasahin. Dami mong babasahin na comments din sa Twitter, discourse. So, ayun. Uh, a safe space right now is when it's really initiated then by the community with kasi when it's initiated by, by our particular by a particular community meron na rin kayong um, similar interests mm-hmm. may similar may goals na din kayo yun yung mahalaga na um, may similar goals kayo tas madali kayong maka-achieve ng unity and consensus and that's also why uh, me and my org mates founded this um, organization called the UP Internet Freedom Network where we try to um, highlight these issues that we're facing on the cyber spaces. Mm, I see. Um, so can you tell us a bit naman about like the transition? When you said nga na, di ba, hindi ka na masyado nag-Facebook and we mentioned earlier na wala ka ng Twitter. So what was that like for you? Like initially, nung wala sila, mm. when you stepped away from these staple um, social media uh, networks? Mm. I I honestly felt really good. Like, Siguro sensitive ako in terms of parang energies ganun. Mm-hmm. Kapag kapag nandoon talaga ako sa isang place na feeling ko hindi ko siya gusto, like on Facebook. Um talagang nadedrain ako eh, like mag- every scroll mo parang nafi-feel ko na nababawasan yung energy ko. So it was a big relief on my part to be able to quit these platforms. But of course, dinano ko rin naman siya in a way na before I quit these platforms of course I told everyone, or at least my close friends, the people that mattered to me at that time, that I'm gonna quit um, these social media platforms soon. Um, if you need me, just contact me on Telegram. Ganyan. So, parang, I feel like um, yung pinaka necessary naman ng bare minimum pagdating sa connections with people ay keeping at least one line of communication sa isang platform na agreeable sa inyo. So, I chose Telegram kasi wala siyang ka-connected na social media. It's really just a messaging platform. Tapos if I wanted to talk to people, doon na lang ako. Tapos let's host na lang a Zoom meeting or a mobile game we could play together habang naka-video naka call, ganyan. We don't have to keep up through social media. Parang dahil din sa pandemic, you realize a lot of the things you thought were really necessary na strip down na sila lahat to the just the bare 
things that really matter the most. Mm. And can you can you tell us a bit naman about the your org? You mentioned mo kanina, the UPLB Freedom Network. Like um, how did you guys come together and you know what what have you guys been working towards? Mm. Okay, so yung UP Internet Freedom Network, it it was started by my org mates who wanted to advocate more about data privacy and digital rights. So, ayun nga, parang dahil sa recent threats to um, freedom of expression and our privacy, they decided to um, contact people and form an organization that would be around data privacy. But when we met for the first time, our first charter meeting, we thought that the issues related to data privacy are really connected to a lot of the things that are happening on the internet now. So, kasama dyan yung um, internet access for all. So, I'm not sure if you've heard since graduate na tayo pareho, no? pero um, mm. they're, they're pushing for online classes um, at this time. Pero mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of students all over the, the world or the Philippines right now ay wala talagang access sa internet. And even the people na merong access sa internet, they can't even access it consistently kasi mabagal yung internet natin isha stable enough mm-hmm. infrastructure natin hindi enough so we decided na to make the org about a, to a broader um, advocacy which is internet freedom it's our mission to achieve a democratized internet that prioritizes human rights and um, a society where technology is used to empower people ah i see okay Well, that's really good to hear naman na may mga, mga initiatives na ganyan na that are coming about. Are you guys relatively new? Like, how long have you been around? We've been around for almost a month na kasi we just got established noong July 11 and we're still on the process of um, launching our uh, social media platforms. So, magiging, mas, mag, magiging active kami sa pag-campaign like teach people how to Secure your information online. How to be more careful about um, what you post and what are the problems we're facing right now in terms of um, internet freedom. Mm. So, um, yung binabalak palang namin na activities I aside from recruitment, of course, I think a launch campaigns on how people could um, secure themselves online. Ano yung mga issues na face natin sa internet ngayon tulad ng um, data privacy concerns, some security issues, um, internet access for all, um, since pinupush nga ng CHED yung um, online classes ngayon, freedom of expression and um, organizing in the internet. So recently kasi some members from progressive uh, groups in Bulacan got arrested just for holding an online rally. Meron din tayong issues na face like gender equality. So a lot of women right now are placed as a, at a disadvantage on the internet because of cybercrime such as um, selling of uh, bodies and yung mga private photos na mga kababaihan ay kumakalat sa, sa internet without their permission. And then we also have ano, um, issues with openness to access to information. So a lot of the information that should be for the people are being restricted because the internet is highly commercialized now that we look at it. So um, our, our objectives is um, to educate people about digital rights 
um, to join campaigns and promote technologies that empower people. Um, we want to dismantle policies and, in, and entities that disenfranchise our digital and human rights. We also want to build communities and alliances together with other individuals and also assert for an internet and technology that is inclusive, uh, democratic, and rights-based. So ayun, we're really just starting out, but um, soon we're launching our social media and magkakaroon kami ng maraming educational discussions um, about the situation, like what's the sitch on the internet. Mm-hmm. Pero grabe, no? I mean, like, ang dami pala talagang nagaganap yeah. on the internet. Like, just yeah. hearing you talk about all of these issues. Parang, feeling ko, even I wasn't aware that there was this much going on. I mean, obviously, alam ko na maraming, you know, like, yun nga, people engaging in certain topics. Pero, wow, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot pala. Yeah, ang, ang, ang interesting din dito, parang, yung ano din, eh, the way social media, I'm going back to social media, na parang, Sometimes, ano yun eh, with social media, if you've heard of the term parang echo chamber, na a lot of what we see on our social media feeds are really just dependent on our on, on the things that we like, on the things na um, we follow, ganyan. So, if you imagine it um, accurately, no? Um, kunwari ako, I just follow 50 people, that's, that's they're all my friends, ganyan. So, a lot of the... The, my worldview, parang kumbaga my win, the window from my house, from my social media house, is just the world I'm seeing is just the world that's being um, expressed or performed by the people that I follow. So hindi kumbaga hindi talaga siya unifying eh, kasi kung kunyari, kung hindi kita fina follow, never kung may kita yung mga nangyayari sa buhay mo. So like talagang kahit yung promise ng social media na to bring us together. Um, there's still this division na parang ako, I would never get to um, see much of what's happening kunyari in Mindanao um, because I don't, I simply don't follow a lot of um, people from Mindanao. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. So I have to ask now, since yung social media um, accounts natin or yung pages natin, kumbaga this, these are constructed kasi based on like you said, our friends or the things that we like or our interests. Can we consider these as safe spaces? Alin? Social media. Like you said, you know, 50 friends who are all, we all have the same interests. We're all into the same things. We we, we have the same opinions. So, syempre, mm-hmm. ang lalabas lang lahat sa feed ko are the stuff that are related to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, would these be considered safe spaces? Because Parang in a sense, diba, it's constructed naman based on my personality or the stuff that I'm into and the people that I know. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, ano, pwede mo siyang sabihin as it's a safe space for you personally. Although as a platform, it's still what I would consider unsafe. Kasi nga, mm. um, if you go outside um, your window or even I think the, the platform would also attempt for you to follow other people para magkaroon ng engagements that you wouldn't necessarily like. So, kaya nga meron tayong mga trending topics, ganyan. Kasi, kunyari ako, kahit, kahit bumuo man ako ng private Twitter account where I only follow the closest, um, my closest friends, where I would personally feel really safe kasi I could um, talk about all the stuff I want without being judged. 
Um, I only follow the people I really like, so hindi ako may sa kanila, gets? Mm-hmm. But with these platforms, they try they try everyone to to talk about the same things that would create divisions among people. So ayun nga parang kahit gumawa ka ng um, personal private Twitter account ko you still see these trending topics, pero um ito rin yung same stuff that would create divisions kasi usually people won't um, agree all the time kapag talagang mas maraming tao, diba? Mm. So yun, I guess my answer is that yes, you can you, you you can definitely create safe spaces in that sense na be more private. But I think um, when you look at the bigger picture, it still doesn't feel as safe. Mm. I see, I see. And so I have to ask now, ikaw, personally, what would you what would you consider is is the biggest challenge? Bakit kailangan talaga mag-establish ng safe spaces on the internet? What do you think is the most hmm. pressing issue or the most pressing problem? The most pressing problem? I think ang pinaka-pressing problem talaga ay yung yung kung ano nangyayari sa bansa natin ngayon na because of the you know lack of response of the government to the COVID crisis um nas nagiging dependent tayo sa internet, uh, mas marami tayong alam mo yun, Lazada orders and deliveries ganyan. Mm. Pero kasi the thing about the, the way I personally see the internet kasi it's it could never replace um, our real lives, our personal lives where we could, you know, like see each other face to face, touch each other, hug each other, you know. Um yun yung nakita kong um, biggest problem talaga na until we could fix the things that are happening, you know, AFK away from keyboard, like, um, hindi rin natin may, ma, ma, aayos yung issues sa internet mismo. So, um, something that I wrote dun sa column ng Eaters from Home, I, I, I was looking at um, these countries that had a successful response to the COVID crisis. One of them was Taiwan. Mm. Tapos si yung digital minister nila whose name was Audrey Tang. Um, she's 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 a genius. She's a great um, digital minister. Mm. Sabi niya, um, one of the lines that she would throw at you if if you ask her about her job description is that um, she wanted to when we see virtual reality, we we aim to make it a shared reality. So of course, when you say a shared reality, it's an, a, it's a reality that's of course safe and intimate. It's some it's a place where we could exist nang hindi masyado nag-aaway-aaway ganyan it's a safe space so i say that because um, the internet really isn't separate from our from our real lives you know na parang kumbaga yung yung reasons din kung bakit mabagal yung internet connection natin ngayon ay dahil din sa um, neglect ng government natin to push for you know faster internet connections and to put um, people first when it comes to accessing these social services. Because internet really has become a human right now that every person deserves to have access to the internet. So ayun, parang, yun yung biggest concern ko. I don't, I don't want to live in the internet per se. Who wants to? Parang feeling ko they'd be lying if they said that they just want to be on the internet forever, of course. It can never replace real life. Mm-hmm. So I think um, yun talaga, the bigger picture is that there's so much happening in our world right now. And 
um, the internet can never be an escape plan, you know? Na parang we have to solve these problems offline and offline together. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Nicely said. Um, so, um, my next question ko naman is how do you, um, kumbaga, itong safe spaces on the internet, like the ones that you uh, mentioned earlier. Sorry, uh, this time I'm going back naman to your essay. How do you envision this parang kumbaga, evolving in the future? Or do you see this some like somewhat growing into something bigger pa on the internet? I think definitely mas dadami na siya ngayon no. Mm. Um kahit dun sa yung I I went I, I went to the Facebook live of the freshman assembly of UP Cebu like two days ago or was that yesterday? Tapos nakita ko na yung um, freshman walking tour nila on campus was done through Minecraft Dev. So um to replace that um dito, to replace that experience of having to go to campus in person parang gumawa na lang sila ng Minecraft as tinuro nila ganyan I think people are being more creative na rin talaga yeah kasi yun nga parang wala na talagang choice eh. and with the economic collapse parang there's just a lot of the places we love are closing down kasi parang yung mga favorite hangout places natin hindi na siya nag-exist so, syempre, as as a alternative, as a band-aid solution, people are um, looking out on the internet to find and create these new spaces. So, I definitely see na dadami sila in the future. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are planning and kahit Club Mat- Matryoshka is, already has um, events lined up in the coming months with different partners. Ah, oh, wow, okay. And yun nga, so going back to ikaw, no, when you stepped out of the platforms, ito ba ay something that you seeked out actively? Or parang you just came across these? Parang shinare na friend mo? Or ikaw talaga parang since you stepped out of social media, were you looking for other platforms, other spaces na parang talaga hmm. nag-search ka and then you, you found these? Ganyan? Hmm, I think I just stumbled upon this, ano, yung these events because mm. I was just left with Instagram that time Tapos, thankfully they were promoting their event through Instagram and then when I joined ayun kasi yung friends ko naging part sila ng exhibit ng art exhibit kasi invite nila ako uh-huh. I was hoping na makakasama ko sa mismong Minecraft server pero wala akong Minecraft installed on my Mac OS so hindi ako nakasama but I was still able to join through Twitch Tas, um, even the live stream experience was as breathtaking and as expansive as I um, as I imagine na kung nandun din ako sa mismong game. But yeah, I think I was pretty much passive lang these um, when I started to quit social media na I wasn't actively looking out for these places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I stumbled upon them and I'm thankful that I came back. That's so interesting because I don't know, I'm getting a sense na parang meron din siyang whole like underground vibe to it. I don't know kasi siguro kasi ako personally, I've never heard of these spaces before at all. Like feeling ko nga if I hadn't read your article, I would not have any idea na may parang hmm. may ganito pa lang nangyayari on the internet. Yeah, actually so interesting kasi yung Club Matryoshka 
they I, I read this interview by the founders and their objects na kaya din sila na actually sobrang kanta ng timing na nakabuo sila ng 24-hour um, Infinite Summer Festival built on Minecraft. Um, it wasn't really their intention na parang oy biglang nag-lockdown because they're holding this online party. The the founders themselves they created that space though because parang kasi kahit mismo sa music scene, even musicians would feel out of place in the existing um, spaces that we have. So their answer was to build their build their own that's online. Oh, nice. Okay. Diba? So parang kunari, if you're an artist, tas feeling mo masyadong experimental yung mga gawa mo. You would also feel um, othered or unsafe nga. Kaya nagkakaroon ng tendencies for for these people, for these really cool people to um, go outside the norm. Kaya din siguro may feeling nga na underground or like hindi tayo masyadong familiar. Siguro that adds din no, dun sa aspect ng pagiging safe space niya din eh. Kasi I don't know, I guess it's also because it's very, how should I say this, parang may pagka-intimate din. Does that make sense? Or, mm. uh... Yeah, that completely makes sense. Especially then for me na who's also, org- who used to organize events before this lockdown happened. So, um, yung events ko din, like Moonzin Lupa and Zin Orgy, I organized them because there weren't enough, you know, safe spaces inside campus or in here in Laguna to really meet up with um, people who made these DIY um, independently published work. Tapos because of these events, kaya nagkaroon ng, um, nagkaroon ng communities around it. So, parang in the same way na Club Matryoshka um, gathered these people who like the same music that weren't necessarily conventional or popular, um, yun din yung same logic nung parang art events that I used to organize before. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. How do you... Mm-hmm. How should I put this? Ano ang... Um, kumbaga parang ano ang na-envision mo for the internet in the future? Uh-oh. Right. Like... Oh my god, that's such a... <laughs> such a big loaded question, no? Pero um, yung UP Internet Freedom Network, um, yung, yung, yung core principles namin, is to achieve a democratized internet and society that protects people's digital and human rights. So, um, yung malaking pinagbasihan namin ay yung 2015 Philippine Internet Declaration of Rights, which lists 10 things na that would um, pretty much make up our idealized internet. So, I'm just gonna go through them quickly. Mm-hmm. No? Um, number one is internet access for all. So, unconditional siya dapat, parang everyone should have access to the internet na kahit, kunare kahit hindi ka nagbabayad, dapat may access ka sa internet anywhere on the Philippines. Tapos dapat merong acceptable man lang na standard for it. So, like, syempre hindi yung tipong Facebook lang yung ma-access mo. Dapat lahat ng um, websites ma-access mo. So, it might be hard to imagine here in the Philippines where everything is yun nga, commercialized tapos parang bagal-bagal na internet natin kahit nagbabayad tayo. Pero in many um, countries and societies naging posible na talaga yun na meron silang internet access everywhere. Tapos pangalawa, yung democratizing the architecture of the internet. 
So ayun, parang the internet should be people-owned. Um, it shouldn't be commercialized. Tapos, no internet spaces should be better than the other. So merong mga nangyayari like sa um, in the US, meron silang campaign for what they call net neutrality. So dun sa net neutrality, parang nagpo-protest sila against the internet. Parang internets where they have to pay a much larger fee just to achieve, you know, parang faster internet. Tapos intern kasi, so they have um, businesses connected to them like Netflix, kunwari, that have to pay bigger for faster um, speeds. And intern, yung customers din, kailangan po magbayad ng mas mataas. So, democratized internet means an equal internet for all. Um, the third one is freedom of expression and association. It's pretty much a given. So, syempre, nandiyan yung internet censorship na gusto nating mawala. But also, um, what pe- many people don't realize is um, even yung simple attacks on our internet freedom such as disinformation and trolls, yung mga trolls na nakikita natin sa comments made by fake accounts or bots, these are also forms of freedom of... Uh, um, these are also attacks on our freedom of expression kasi these trolls are able to shape public opinion. They're able to parang change the way we see issues at hand. Mostly because um, fake din yung sinasabi nila. Or minsan, sa sobrang dami nung comments ng trolls, nagiging fact na yung isang bagay. Yun yung sinasabi ko na kapag yung window mo sa labas ay puro of the same things, nagiging totoo na siya. Yun na yung reality. Mm. So, that's also part of freedom of expression. Because we also have right to privacy and protection of personal data. So, we want to be able to log uh, log in sa Facebook or sa Twitter or even just search on Google without our data being sold to third parties or being a tool used to sell more things to us. Yes. So, para ko na rin mag, mag-Google search lang ako one time, like ukulele, um, na pwede kong bilhin, ganyan. Biglang lahat ng ads ko na sa Facebook puro tungkol sa ukulele or guitar or tutorials on how to play the ukulele. So, part ng idealized internet natin ay being able to to do the stuff we want to do without being monitored, without losing our data, without losing our parang right to just, you know, explore the internet without um, this parang, ano ba, parang double-edged sword na they have to sell things to us if we want to be able to use their services for free. Um, we also have gender equality. So, I mentioned ko na earlier na um, other genders are disadvantaged when it comes to the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, openness and access to information. I think maganda example dito yung um, remember in school when we still have to go to the physical library just to get our sources, ganyan. Um, pag pumunta naman tayo sa digital library, sobrang laki ng bayad just to get a particular source for our thesis, kunwari. So, part ng openness and access to information is being able to access information that would contribute to the public good. So, ayun, parang we want information to be as open as possible kasi doon tayo nakakuha ng innovation and doon tayo nakakuha ng accountability from people and authority. So, that's only one of the many things. Um, also, social, economic empowerment and innovation. So, it's a big thing right now because I don't know if you've heard about the news, but 
um, government agencies are now trying to tax online services. Mm, They're yeah, trying yeah. to, yeah, diba? Pati Netflix daw, tsaka Lazada. Um, they're trying to regulate online selling groups and bartering groups. Mm. So, sobrang ang laking deal nun kasi ang daming um, at least three of our friends right now are launching their online um, shops, ganyan, selling their shit kasi they they want to, they want to be able to earn money despite this lockdown nga na a lot of people have been losing their jobs. So, dito din po mapasok yung sinasabi natin, we want technology to be able to empower people and not hinder them. Bakit pa tayo magbabaya just to use, just for our human right to use the internet to sell our goods when we're just trying to survive, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yun. Um, eight is education and digital literacy. So, ideally then, um, our users are also more literate, not just literate, pero competent when it comes to using these technologies. So, um, kaya rin merong parang age limit for for kids, kunwari, diba, to use social media kasi they might not be able to keep up with the information they're being faced. Thus, a lot of the uh, content that they could encounter are, aren't necessarily for children. So, ayun, digital literacy and education. We also have liberty, safety, and security on the internet. So, yun nga, we want to be able to go on the internet feeling secure and safe. Um, dito na rin pumapasok yung safe spaces on the internet. And then the internet and ICTs for environmental sustainability. So this is something that we don't um, necessarily talk about all the time. Pero bilang din natin nakikita and I don't think I could be that expert to talk to you about it. Pero even just watching videos online contribute so much to carbon emissions. So parang I, the technology that's used to um, build and keep up with these um, things we do online, I meron din siyang environmental consequences. So it's something that we don't think about. Mm-hmm. Ayun, so the, those pretty much make up a lot of what we envision the idealized internet. Yeah, I see. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Because even I, <laughs> I honestly have to admit, I did not know. <laughs> like a lot of the stuff you said, parang I don't think I was really even aware of. So thank you for mm. bringing that to light. Um, yeah. So before I wrap this up, is there anything? Is there any like last message you'd like to leave the listeners with? Or bahami gusto kang iplug? Hmm. Siguro I'd like to leave the listeners the message na um there really is a lot of things happening in our country right now, but um, if you could focus then on the things that or the, on the places that you spend a lot of time in right now. So, kasama dyan yung internet, ano, um, there's really a lot of threats to our internet freedom. Um, sometimes even the policies that our lawmakers make or the exact na supposedly ay para um isolve yung mga internet problems like cybercrime or um, fake news and disinformation. Sometimes yun din yung mismong laws na nakaka-affect sa freedom of um, expression natin. So, I want you guys to parang, ano yun, try to study on your own what's happening 
to our internet freedom now um, because if you're listening to this podcast malaki yung chance na you have the ability to google stuff then um, ayun I recommend that you learn things about internet freedom para um, may malaman mo rin yung ways to secure yourself and feel safe and know what you can do to um, fight um, there are threats to internet freedom kung meron man akong ipoplog siguro Um, just wait for our launch. Um, the UP Internet Freedom Network will soon be launching our um, social media sites. We'll soon be recruiting members for people who um, study in the University of the Philippines, Los Banos. And then we will also be launching um, educational discussions on the political and internet situation. And it's going to be open for all. So just stay tuned. Um, if you can search... UP Internet Freedom Network magkakaroon na siya very very soon. All right, thank you. Thank and you. That was Mac Arboleda on safe spaces on the internet. And if any of our listeners are interested in reading his essay, you will find it in the Dieters from Home column on, on Rappler. Um, the title is Walking New Streets, Joining Raves All from My Room. Yay. Yay! Thank you, thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. Of course, and this has been Uriel. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This has been Ripples with Words, making ripples one voice at a time. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.